Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Home Depot's Holiday Gift Center has great gifts for any doer on your list and the best prices of the year just for you. On top-rated brands like DeWalt, RYOBI, Milwaukee, and Makita. Right now, the DeWalt Atomic Drill and Impact Combo Kit is just $149, normally $229. Order online for easy in-store pickup or delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online. And Black Friday prices now through December. Gift giving improved. From the Home Depot, how doers get more done. U.S. only, Waspa's last C-store for details. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. 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 Talking little Raptors on Raptors Republic. Okay. Here we are. It's another edition of Talking Raptors. Barry Taylor, solo right now. Nick Reynoldson is in New York City. So if you're in Manhattan, stop by New York Comedy Club on Monday. Check out Nick Reynoldson at the Comedy Records show. It's happening at 7 p.m. It's going to be great. Broadcasting, as always, Raptors Republic, raptorsrepublic.com. Shout out to those guys. Here we are. Two games in, two gigantic, heartbreaking, gut-wrenching losses. Sweet mother of Christ. Why do we pay attention to this team? Happens every year. And this year, more painful than others. Drake, here's your money. Enjoy it. Don't really fucking care about anything right now. We had a viewing party at Winona Lodge for game two. Tried to do a live podcast. Kind of worked. Not really. Because the equipment we brought, (laughs) much like the team we watched play, fucking sucked. And didn't work. So what we did was we interviewed people. Oh, and by the way, people showed up to Winona Lodge. This is a last-minute thing. We just threw it up on Raptors Republic. Some people showed up. Thank you so much to those who came. It's time for the shout-outs. And uh, went through the pain with us. We were able to talk to people before the game, at halftime, and after the game to get their reactions, just to get, you know, a feel of what we were all going through. Because it feels like now, maybe more than ever, we Raptor fans, we need each other, I guess. I don't know. It just... It's a dark place right now, Toronto Raptors Nation, and I don't know if we're ever going to get out of it, but uh, so this was uh, recorded live, game two, Winona Lodge, prior to the comedy records and exclaim, stand-up comedy showcase. This was before the game. We went around and chatted with people to get their thoughts and their, uh, their mood, you know, to set the room. All right, it's time for some pregame thoughts. What is your name, sir? Daryl from Toronto. How are you feeling going into game two? 
I am feeling very nervous, um, maybe pain in my heart, in my chest, worried, um, you know, fall behind and uh, I don't know, I think I have to step away, take a break because I'm too emotionally attached <laughs> and invested, so it hurts, being one hurt, but uh, yeah. Beautiful. A little tinge of hope brings me here. You, sir, your name, where you're from, and your thoughts. I'm Martin from Toronto, and uh, I actually feel calm, but subconsciously I'm very scared. But the way I cope is I actually feel very confident for win. Fredman Blue will play awesome, but that's my, I'm repressing a lot of emotions. Appreciate the honesty. I'm Jessica, I'm from Toronto, and um, I'm feeling hopeful. <laughs> that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did you feel after game one? Um, I felt... I didn't watch Game 1. <laughs> okay. You know, you're probably better off. With probably <laughs> My name's Eric. I'm from Toronto, and I'm excited. Okay. I'm very excited, and let's uh, let the best team win. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a game. <laughs> Alright, fuck Eric. We're not... <laughs> Nick, how, you, how did you feel after, after Game 1? Uh, devastated, man. Mm. Felt like my family died, is what I felt like. That was the most painful Raptors loss I've ever experienced, easily. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was upset. Our friend uh, Alex Pavone called from New York in what sounded like tears, to be honest. He was drinking a lot, but it was just. It felt like the way it happened, and then everything that happened, and then what really hurt, I feel, is it just like everything that we've been defending this team on, and that the American media and other haters have been saying just came true. Like everything they said was right. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, everyone's like, I told you so. And we're like, how, why are we even still doing a podcast? And the team's (laughs) got to win a game, otherwise we're just... This very well could be the last podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, if this goes south, buddy, I'm burning down with no allowance, that's for sure. The Argos podcast will be beginning July... Right after the Argos season starts? Yeah, I don't know. Finally, friend of the podcast, co-producer of the Comedy Records, exclaimed show, James Keast. Uh, James, your thoughts... After game one, your feelings going into game two? Uh, I felt gross after nine one. After game one, uh, I was there, and one of the weirdest experiences, because I've had this before, is the the adrenaline rush that you get right up until the last second of the game, and when it ends suddenly, as it did in overtime. And you lose. There, there's no like, there's no game ops. There's no dancing. There's no nothing. It's just like you just go home and think about what happened here. <laughs> and it is, it, it is the most sort of jarring experience to go from that insane high to suddenly just like it's over. Go home. It's gross. Is there any hope for this team in this series? Absolutely. I'm quietly confident. There it is. All right, we're going to check in again with everyone at halftime. We'll see where their moods go. Yeah, we'll see where our moods go. Might not uh, still be standing. Well, let's get as many substances in us as possible to suppress those feelings. That's going to be great. (laughs) Okay, there you go, right? It was before the game. There was a glimmer of hope in our eyes, right? We hadn't been destroyed again. There's some positivity because, as we've said, 2018 is about positivity, and we were bringing that positivity to Winona Lodge and those who were there with us embraced it. First half went by, it was fine, right? Close game. Guys looked okay. Felt good. We knew it wasn't going to be easy. But here we were. So here we go. This is what the room collectively was feeling at halftime. 
right, it's halftime. Pretty confident. How are you feeling? I'm actually feeling pretty good. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Okay. We're here recording the podcast at Winona Lodge. Got a bit of a buzz on. I don't know about you. Uh, I actually wanted to interject and say that uh, I am feeling good because sea missiles are $5. <laughs> They're delicious. All right. So we're going to find out now uh, how everyone else is feeling here at the Talking Raptors party at Winona Lodge. Let's see how people are feeling. What's your name, brother? My name is Ben. Ben? Yeah. Ben, how do you feel right now? At halftime. I think in the last game they were up by 10 at halftime, right? So I'm not that confident right now. Like, they should be, I mean, they got to do better. If you have one key to give to win this game, Ben, what is it? Take Serge Ibaka out right now. Don't let him touch the floor again. Take Serge out. There it is from Ben. How about you, brother? What's your name, dude? Mike. Mike, nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Finally, I've been tweeting at you guys for like years and years. You guys just don't know me. We we, we know you now, Mike. Katie Burner. Katie Burner, that's me. Oh, hell yeah! Used to be Mike 180 way back in the day. You guys give me a shout out like years ago. But you're on the podcast right now. I'm on the podcast now. Mama, I made it. I made it. Shout out to Mike. Mike, how are you feeling? (laughs) I am feeling a little nervous, not going to lie, but... um, um, you know what? I think they can pull it out. They, uh, they can pull it out. Like my uh, newfound friend Ben here says, just don't put Surge back in because he can't do much right now. So, <laughs> bit of a waste, man, but that's all right. Awesome. Awesome. That's all right. Thank you. No one likes Serge Ibaka here at Winona Lounge. That's okay, guys. How are you feeling today? For the, sorry, what's your name first? Daryl. Daryl? We're talking to Daryl again. How do you feel now at halftime? Uh, still nervous. I'm nervous because Cleveland hasn't gotten hot from three yet. They're shooting really poorly, and so the odds, they're going to even out and probably hit a lot more threes. Love got a few, but right. yeah, not too much. So I'm... I'm uh, if you could give one key for the second half to win this game, what would it be? We gotta hit more threes. We gotta get like uh, we gotta get Van Vliet. We gotta get um, um, we gotta get CJ going. Yeah, CJ hasn't done anything yet, right? Yep. Has he even taken a shot? He, he doesn't have any points. So he bricked a layup at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah. So feels like we're falling into the same pattern as last game a little bit. So you're on edge a little bit. I'm on edge. I'm on edge. Okay. Thank you, brother. And what he said. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. We're good with that. You're you're not mad at Sergi Baca. We have a lot of Sergi Baca hate in the room. No, I'm not. they got to compete. The boys got to compete. And I think they're going to be okay. They have to win this one. Hell yeah! No other option. Uh, I'm really happy that Lowry's on the team. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Kyle Lowry. He's on the team. God damn it, we're very happy about that. Uh, I'm still feeling hopeful. Still, we still got hope. I feel more hopeful than last game and more hopeful than at the beginning. I feel they'd have a lot of bad calls against them and they don't seem to be panicking. We were talking about they panic in the fourth quarter last time, but they seem to the old Raptors would get down when they're doing poorly. They don't seem to keep they're not having their heads down, so I feel hopeful. We got a lot of hope. We're very pumped Kyle Lowry is on the team and not a lot of people like Sergi Baca. We'll see what happens in the second half. Bang. There it is. Okay, again, we're staying positive, we're realistic, but we're also Raptors fans. So we know the inevitable was very, very likely, right? And then it fucking happened. And then it fucking happened. LeBron James owns this team. The team 
is never going to have a better chance to beat LeBron James. And it's not even close to doing so. Uh, Zarrar wrote a great article at Raptors Republic that went up following game two, where it's just like, look, man, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, God love them. Don't scare anybody. And LeBron James terrifies. It feels like every member of the Toronto Raptors squad, except for maybe OG Ananobi. <sighs> so we were deep in the steam whistles, because why wouldn't you be after that game? And once again, we went around to ask people how they were feeling, what they were thinking after this atrocious game two. Here's what, here's what went down. We're at Window in the Lounge after the game. We got the mics hooked up. Let's, let's see how people are feeling. How you feeling, bro? I am distraught, Nick. Distraught. Just, What's going on, baby? I'm torn. Just It's the same. It's going to end up being the same. Nothing's changed. The culture reset, all that was for nothing. Just the same shit, same year, yeah. same LeBron They're just James. playing LeBron James one-on-one during this, you know? And, like, they expect OG to shut him down. They're not doubling him at all. So what are you going to do after this? They start doubling LeBron so he can pass out and, like, swing the ball around and hit threes? What do you... Like, I want crazy shit to happen from this point. Like, okay, yes or no question. Are we fucked? Yes. Are we fucked? I'm afraid we're fucked. How you feeling, brother? I mean, in the past three years, I've seen two Raptors games. I hear we're a big deal. I don't see that we're a big deal. Why don't we just get that LeBron guy? He's really good. (laughs) So how do you feel about the atmosphere in the room? Is it fucking insane to you? Is it very tense? As someone that's not involved, you know what I mean, emotionally, is it too intense in this room for you? I mean, there was a lot of yelling. Yeah. At this guy who seems to be really good at basketball. <laughs> I mean, like, he's really good. I, I, I couldn't do what he does. <laughs> there it is, man. Okay, guys, we're gonna keep going. How you feeling? Yes. Okay. So, honestly, obviously, they lost. No big deal. I think that they're gonna win the next four games. I really do. I actually think that they're gonna win. Like, I don't know, they're laughing at me, but, like, I really do actually, yeah, silently laughing. We need that goddamn positivity. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, we're shadowed in darkness. So when you come up with bright light like that, we appreciate it. Do you have any rational explanation why we will do it? I think that the Raptors just kind of were, like, keeping on the DL for, like, the last two games, and now they're just going to, like, let it all out. You know what I mean? Raptors are rope-a-doping, and we all fucking all take that. How about you, brother? How are you feeling? I honestly wouldn't feel that much better if they had won the game. It was 1-1. 2-0-1-1. It's pretty similar. I feel hopeful. Maybe 40% chance they'll win. Honestly, they couldn't play much worse. LeBron couldn't play much better. If they win the next two games, no, I think I feel hopeful. I actually am surprised how hopeful I feel. God bless you, brother. <laughs> I don't feel like how you feel, but I fucking, you need that. Though, you know what I mean? It keeps me from not doing bad things to myself. <laughs> how do you feel, brother? Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a very positive, hopeful person in general, but I'm on suicide watch. <laughs> this is, this is uh, yeah. I, so Dwayne Casey's going to win coach of the year, but he, he's 
going he's gonna to win, but he should be fired at the end of the season because this is crap. Like, we're just going to redo the same thing every year, every playoffs, and we're going to have the same team and expect different results. What the hell? I got you. I don't think it's, I don't think it's Dwayne Casey's fault. I think it's our bum-ass players uh, uh, collapsing under the pressure of LeBron. Tyrone Liu outcoached us, and he's a shit coach. He's a shitty coach. He's not even a coach, but he, he maybe outcoached us with timeouts alone. And brother, he's getting another steam whistle. Are you getting a steam whistle? Two steamers. Steam whistles. Yes. We're getting two steam whistles. Not Cleveland. Three. Jess, how do you feel? I feel as long as you're not ordering a Cleveland steamer, <laughs> because I will shit on you. There we are. Okay, first of all, shout out to that one woman who's feeling positive, because God love you. I don't know where the fuck you get it. I have, I have absolutely no expectations of... And it's almost now I'm like, can they just win the two games and can we just get this shit over with, please? I don't know. I haven't watched any sports today, right? I can't put on the TV. I'm trying to stay off the internet. The thing that hurts the most, this is why it hurts more than any other year, is because all year this team was different and great. And people were calling them out and being like, hey, man... We'll have to wait and see in the playoffs. And myself, Nick, others were like, fuck you, buddy. Culture reset. We're winning the East. And we're making it to the NBA Finals because we're the best team in the East. And everything that all the haters and all the, uh, you know, pessimists or turns out realists said is coming true. Every single thing that people shit on about the Toronto Raptors has come true. And it fucking sucks. And in other years, there was hope. Because we're like, hey, maybe a tweak here, a tweak there. No, this team's fucking locked in. Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka have got gigantic contracts that no one's taken. So we've got a couple more years of this. A couple more years (laughs) of getting destroyed by someone. Now, you know, God willing, LeBron James leaves the Eastern Conference and goes out west. Hey, here's the thing. Boston's going to be fucking insane next year. The 76ers are going to be really good too. Fuck. Fuck. This hurts so much. And I think myself and Nick have never felt more hopeless as a Raptors fan. I don't know. I have absolute faith in Masai Jiri. But I don't know what the fuck this man's going to do. Because we're... We're fucked. So, pro sports uh, are painful. Being a Toronto Raptors fan is the hardest thing in the world. Could we maybe sign LeBron James? Can we blow up our team and just sign LeBron James? Can we do that? Can we sign LeBron James? Please. Please. Can we blow this team up? within time to get R.J. Barrett in next year's NBA draft. Why not? Maybe maybe we we, we, uh, we take out a plane. You know? Like we the team plane has to go down. We get make sure OG's not on that plane. Uh, I'd also like DeLon Wright to stick around. Maybe Jakob Pertl. Probably JV. Otherwise... No, we don't want we don't want them. We don't want the plan to go down. That's not a good idea. 
Uh, Nick's idea about walking into a, an active volcano is not, you know, not sounding that bad right now. We're going to see what the fuck happens. These are dark times. These are dark fucking times. Thank you to everyone who came out to Winona Lodge to celebrate our pain together. You know, it was kind of like a, like a meeting. It was like a meeting, like an AA meeting. We, unfortunately, are not anonymous, though. We are Toronto Raptors fans, and it fucking hurts. It hurts right now. So thank you to everyone who came to Winona Lodge. Shout out to anyone that hit us up on Twitter. Let's go, Argos. When you're a pro, your reputation is built and proven over time. That's why the Home Depot carries Loctite PL Premium Max Construction Adhesive, the strongest on the market. It stays 100% solid after curing. It won't develop air pockets. And like your reputation, it holds up over time. Right now, get 12 or more for the bulk price of only $8.53 each. Loctite PL Premium Max at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. 